<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The wordplay is going to be immaculate. Cocaine will be referenced somehow, some way. What's good? This is another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by the good people at Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your host, Asia. It's Friday. We kick it off the weekend with a few things to get into. Queen Elizabeth II passed away, and a few different artists like Nicki Minaj, Eve, and more shared their thoughts on it. Also, Drake's friend and artist, Baka Not Nice, took shots at Pusha T on his brand new song, In Defense of Drake. And of course, it's New Music Friday, so we have to talk about this new Megan Thee Stallion and Lil' Kim Plan B remix. It's got everybody talking. Also, new albums from NBA Youngboy, Nav, Ari Lennox, Tia Corinne, and more on this Friday. So a lot to get into. But first, please subscribe to the podcast. Please show your support and hit that subscribe button or that follow button on all streaming platforms. Thank you. Now that we got all of that out the way, let's get into it. Okay, so let's get started with the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Well, first off, Queen Elizabeth died at the age of 96. She died at Balmoral, which is near Aberdeen in Scotland, surrounded by her whole family um, who were called there to gather at her estate earlier in the day as her health took a turn for the worse. So that's how it happened. And um, there were a few big voices speaking out. Nicki Minaj was one of them. Nicki just gave a quick RIP queen. And then you also had a couple of other people chiming in as well. And you also had Eve. She shared an iconic photograph of the queen and she wrote rest in peace, hashtag Queen Elizabeth. Also Janet Jackson paid tribute as well, sharing another old photograph of the queen, actually of her meeting the queen um, while dressed in her Rhythm Nation military attire. So that was way back in the day. And she captioned the post, may you rest in peace, queen. So um, this is, I guess, kind of breaking news because it was not expected for the queen to pass away yesterday so a lot of people are like getting their condolences in and posting news and photos and I bet England has I think England has this whole 10-day D-Day plan of what they have to do to bring in the new king and things like that so um like I said that don't really affect us I feel like Asia but um it is a big moment in history because I feel like the Queen Elizabeth is all we knew as being a queen so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens well, I'll tell you what, Nicki Minaj, Janet Jackson, and Eve were about the only people that had something <laughs> nice to say. Right. They was cooking the queen. They was dancing on graves uh, on, on Twitter, I tell you. Um, there wasn't a lot of nice things. At least the people I follow, they weren't saying a lot of nice things about the queen. I was like, y'all are, <laughs> y'all are going straight to hell. <laughs> right. The tweets I was seeing, I was like, woo. But I'm sure we're going to be hearing more more stories coming out about this in the next coming days. So we'll definitely keep you updated as it pertains to hip hop for sure. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about Drake's artist, Baka Not Nice. Uh, Drake's friend and artist, he signed to OVO and he's put out a new song. And in this song, he has taken aim at Pusha T. Now we know the backstory about Pusha T and Drake's beef. Um, so of course, Baka Not Nice being signed under Drake. He has some not nice things to say about Pusha T in this song. 
yeah the song is called body in a face and um it has a couple shots at Pusha T of course he doesn't mention him by name um but you can kind of like tell from what he says that he's probably talking about Pusha T he said when you go on tour you're gonna have to leave the states and then it's face to face Noriega interviews gonna get you laced I don't want to hear you trying to tell me about mistakes almost lit your show up but we couldn't find the place but Mm. Drizzy put me in my place told me just to wait now, there's a lot there in just those few couple of bars. So he said when he go on tour, you're going to have to leave the States, meaning you're going to have to see us at some point. That's that's what he's alluding to by saying that. You can't just tour in the U.S. You're going to have to come out of the U.S. at some point, whether that be to Canada, whether that be to a different country. You got to maneuver around. Basically saying, like, you got to see us. Also, Noriega interviews will get you laced. As we know, one of the viral moments in Pusha T's Drink Champs interview was when he said that Drake banned, or he alluded to Drake banning him from Canada. Pusha T was saying, uh, you know, I can't come back to Canada. I'm banned from Canada. (laughs) And after that, Drake's man's Chubbs, that's uh, his right-hand man, Chubbs, he posted, we don't ban dudes. We welcome them with open arms. And then Drake commented on the post and was like, come on over. So you have that aspect to it too. The whole Nori interview, which went viral and Drake and the OVO team responded to. And now you have Baca Not Nice saying, yeah, we almost lit up your show. Meaning we don't, we would have shot it up, did whatever, stabbed it up, whatever, but we couldn't find the place. So he basically was saying, we were going to do bodily harm to you, but your show was so minuscule. It wasn't such a big thing that we we couldn't even find the location. We didn't even know where it was at. Basically trying to say like nobody was there like that or nobody was talking about it enough for them to know the location of it. So, yeah, some very, very interesting bars from Baca Not Nice on this one. And I just was like, dang, like, why, why are we reigniting old stuff, man? But I get it. Like, you can't tell anybody how long to be mad about something or if somebody does something to your friend. You can't be like, expect them to get over it because you're you're over it or you're past it. So, yeah, I don't I think we I think we're going to get a response from Pusha T on this for for certain. You think we are going to get a response? I do believe we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, yeah, he was saying some things like he was saying anyone who disses the boy, which I'm guessing is referring to Drake, that Baca's going to make them pay a fee. I was also bragging about um, hugging Adele while he had a gun in his waistband. So Baca seems to be about that life. So and Pusha T does too a little bit. So yeah, I, he may probably say something. So I'm curious to see if he goes in on Baca Not Nice, like in a, a new song or if he's going to like sub something on the internet as well we'll see it's gonna be some clever bars that's that's what mm-hmm. it's gonna be and we're gonna know exactly who he's talking about in the bars and and the the wordplay is gonna be immaculate cocaine will be referenced somehow some way it's gonna be folded in there and i think that's what we're gonna get with it from from Pusha t will it be particularly soon maybe not but whenever he does decide to hop back in the studio i think we'll hear a response to this for sure mm-hmm All right, now let's talk about some of this new music, man. It's Friday. We have some big releases. The one that got everybody talking, though, is this Megan Thee Stallion, Lil' Kim, Plan B remix. And I kind of feel like it's an unofficial remix because it's really not even on streaming, but Lil' Kim was promoting it. Funkmaster Flex, who was promoting that he had the exclusive and he was going to debut it on Hot 97. We talked about that yesterday. And it came out, and boy, did it start some problems. (laughs) boy did it start some problems so in the beginning bars of the song Lil Kim basically starts going in on an unnamed guy she basically is like 
you a B word, your daddy a B word, and you keep it up, your son gonna be a B word. For some reason, <laughs> 50 Cent took this to mean that Lil' Kim was coming at Nicki Minaj and her family. I guess her husband and her daddy and her son, I don't know. But <laughs> when 50 got a hold of that, I guess he, he took that as, oh, Nicki, she talking about your kid. So now you got to come back and go in on her. So 50 put up a post of Lil' Kim. I think it was her side by side with the owl that he always compares her to. And he basically was just like, you better light her ass up. I'm watching. She says something about the baby. And then the end part of that caption, 50 was like, her baby's eye is effed up. LOL. Mm. So that just set social media ablaze as it pertains to this song. And of course, everybody's like, yo, 50, you went too far. You're talking about the kid. Um, you, you, you shouldn't bring the kids into it. And then I guess 50 kind of saw where they were coming from because he did delete the post, but not before Lil' Kim, um, dropped a few comments of her own. Yeah. What she said in the comments at first was she said, it's okay. He just do what be in do. Um, she also says still mad about that date. I see. She said, I know you was this mad though. Damn F boy. Glad you was listening though. Song was for you. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Very spicy. And then she mentioned that, um, one of the other times 50 was trolling her about how he wanted a date with her back in the day. And that's why that's where all of this trolling stemmed from. And, uh, she stands on that, but she also posted on her Instagram story to clarify that she was not talking about anyone's child in the song. She said, I never said a word about anyone's child. Please feel free to listen to the song where we were clearly talking about an ex to try and twist my words to have an excuse to take digs at my child is disgusting. I'm one of the most disrespected legends in the game, but what you will not do is come for my child. And I feel she has a valid gripe with that. Like, don't bring her kid into it. Like, the kid didn't do anything to you, 50 Cent, or anything to Nicki Minaj, who you were pseudo-defending in this situation. Like, yeah, I think that part of it was tasteless. If you want to troll, troll grown people. Like, don't don't troll children. Um, but I found it interesting that he, he interpreted Lil' Kim calling a dude a B word and a dad a B word and a, and a, a son potentially. See that that's where it gets tricky at though, too, because though Lil' Kim said she didn't come for anyone's child specifically, she threw it. She opened the door to the kid talk with the whole, oh, if you keep it up, then your, your child's going to be a B word too. Whoever it was that she was talking about, whether it was her ex, whether it was Nicki Minaj, which I don't know or think that that's what it was. But you brought up children, Lil' Kim. That's not to say what 50 did was right, but don't even open the door to that by mentioning someone, mentioning kids at all. And then I don't think we would have had this particular issue. But either way, I do believe 50 was in the wrong for that part about her kid. Yeah, I did too. Because, um, you know, if the baby eye, you can't, that's not their fault that it's whatever is like that, it's like that. Um, but also, yeah, it is interesting for Lil' Kim to start off the song like that. And if you are talking about an ex and you're talking about, like, is his son the V word? Like, it's, it is what it is, but it is all messed up on 50 Cent's part about coming at her child. If you really going to keep children out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. But I am interested if Nikki agrees with 50 that she was coming for her and her family um, within those lines. But Nikki was doing things of her own because she put out her own track, Supergirl, Super Freaky Girl, Queen's Remix. And she collabed with JT on there from the City Girls, Bia, Akbar V, Malibu Mitch, and a few other young ladies which were on the remix to this song. And pretty dope song, actually, even though, like, 
a couple of them I, I, I could have done without like like three of the artists that was up there not that they had bad verses but it was just like okay after three different artists like I don't want to keep hearing all these <laughs> I don't want to keep hearing everybody <laughs> on this song so I think it could have just stayed at Nicki Minaj JT and Bia but I see why Nicki wanted to include all the other girls as well you know girl power all of that so it was good to hear that but at the end of Super Freaky Girl People were saying that Nicki Minaj was coming at Megan Thee Stallion um, because she basically was like, yeah, I don't need to beg the media for sympathy. And people were saying that that was basically shots at Megan Thee Stallion and the whole Tory Lane situation. So don't know if that's how Nicki meant it, but that's how it's being interpreted. Um, and then <laughs> you had the uh, FNF remix with Glorilla and Lotto and JT. JT clearly had a good weekend because she's on both of these huge releases. And then you had Lotto on Twitter confirming that she was on the FNF remix and not the Super Freaky Girl remix. So it was just a lot going on with the ladies this weekend. I feel like the blogs were hyping it up, the media, the fans, everybody was hyping it up. And I feel like the ladies are kind of leaning into the hype or falling for the hype of this whole trying to pit everybody against each other with everything. And then on top of all of that, you have Megan Thee Stallion not promoting the remix um, with her and Lil' Kim the whole time Lil' Kim was promoting it. Then there were rumors coming out that Megan Thee Stallion didn't want that remix to come out because of what Lil' Kim was saying on there. So you have all of these layers of mess going on within the female rap game right now. But um, it's, it's produced a lot of interesting music, to say the least. Yeah, that is true. It is an interesting weekend for sure with all these remixes and big female-led remixes. And yeah, I noticed how Megan wasn't really saying anything about the Lil' Kim remix. It's just on Lil' Kim's YouTube page. It's not on streaming anywhere. It's just on the YouTube. Um, and then everything from like, yeah, the Super Freaky Girl remix. I saw people talking about wanting remixes that had like eight, nine people like back in the day, like the, was it like the Day No remix that had like Lil Wayne, T.I. and Shorty Low and all them. I don't know if it fits now because it's supposed to be so short. We're used, to, we're used to shorter music. So I agree with the whole Nicki Minaj, JT, and Bia. Could have been the cap on the Super <laughs> Freaky Girl remix. Um, but I do think Glorilla Lotto and JT did their thing on the F and F remix. I think they both fit that that type of song for sure. So it's good to see them on the remix. But I hope the ladies keep it, keep it classy, keep it cute, because we don't really need no drama from the female hip hop community, I feel like, so. Hey man, it's it's going down. <laughs> it's going down. But let's talk about these new albums now. Cause uh Yeet dropped a new one called Life. Also got a new one from North Carolina's own Tia Corinne. She dropped I Can't Wait. Shouts to Tia Corinne for sure, man. Yeah, big shout out to her. You also got Nav. He put out Demons Protected by Angels. And you got NBA Youngboy. He dropped Riller too. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to check out the NBA Youngboy yet. I did download it, but I was listening to to some of the new stuff like super early, like 5 a.m. And I'm just like, I, I cannot have that in my ears <laughs> at 5 a.m. Like, I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to that. I'm at that age in life now. Like, I'm first thing, no. Well, I'll still listen to it in the morning, but first thing, no. So um, I still got to listen to the NBA Young Boy. But let me tell you what I did listen to. That new Ari Linux, that age, sex, location, and it's a vibe, man. It's a vibe. Go Ari, man. I've been loving everything she's been doing lately, and this new album is so soulful. It's so nostalgic, yet super modern at the same time. It gives me, like, Erica Badu, Jill Scott vibes as far as the feeling of the music, but the lyrics are still 2022, like, super modern. 
And then you get like little hints of what like Neo Soul used to feel like on the album. Super R&B, you get skits, but not annoying skits that are go on for too long or too many of them. Like it's just a like a perfectly crafted body of work. 12 songs, so it's not super, super long. It's a quick listen. Lucky Day's on the project. Chloe's on the project. Uh, yeah, man, this this Ari, love it, man. Love it so far. Gonna listen to it again later today as well. But on upon first listen, loving this Ari Linux album. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to it at all, except for the uh, song she dropped earlier with Summer Walker, The Queen Space. But even off of that song, when it came out, definitely thought it was a vibe. And also the little um, five five track EP or a little little mix that she put out before the album. That was a good vibe as well. So uh, I definitely think this album is going to be good. And Asia, if you are hyping it up as you did, I'm going to take your word for it and think it's a, a good album as well. So I got to check it out. Yes, that's some quality R&B right there. It's for the, I'm really like the target demographic for this project. It's really like late 20-somethings, mid to late 20-somethings. If you are not happily married <laughs> and this relationship, <laughs> this album is for you. It's touching on relationships. It's touching on situationships <laughs> and everything in between. So it's, it's, it's a really dope album. Um, I would say check that one out for sure. And I'm gonna listen to all the other stuff that dropped as well. And of course we're going to come back at you with our opinions on it. You let us know what you think too. And I think we're going to cap it off there today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. You can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky. That's on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right. Have a great weekend. We will see you back on Monday with more daily news. See ya. around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader